welcome everybody to the 22nd episode of Happy to Fail, the podcast where you and I, we try to figure this thing out called life. I don't know if you've heard about it, but sometimes you have your good days, you have your bad days, you have your terrible days, but then look to your left. You see that? That's your long-term goal. That's where you want to get to. But sometimes, as beautiful as it is to have that goal, to have that final destination that you want to get to, you obsess over that so much that you sometimes forget that the destiny, everything that happens is as important as the journey, as everything that takes you to that final destination. And talking about that, I was compelled to dedicate a podcast episode about that because with a podcast called Happy to Fail, I think that it's important that we take it to the grassroots, we take it to the boots on the ground approach, as I've learned in the past couple of months, to just focus on who are we and what's going on not out there, what's going on in here, both in our heads and in the room that we're in, because my name is Juan Velas Cord. I am from Puerto Rico. Earthquakes aside, we're doing pretty awesome right here. I talked about the earthquake, us getting a brand new home. And this podcast is not the one-stop shop to change everything about your life or mine for that matter. It really is about hitting that record button and being open about the everyday challenges as well as the mental health challenges that happen. I live with a severe depression, generalized anxiety, obsessive compulsive disorder, but those things do not define who I am. They do not define who you are. So let's sit down together and have these awesome conversations. So please reach out to me on social media. Happy to fail. Twitter, Facebook. I also have an email, Juan at happytofell.com. And if you enjoy these conversations, whether it be on YouTube, podcast apps, and or Facebook, leave a five-star review and share with somebody that could greatly benefit from this because I think that at the end of the day, that right there is the reason that I work on this show. If you and I can persuade just one person, just one person to find some kind of support system, whether it be a support group, peer support, clinical support, so many things are happening in our lives, and that's why this topic is so important. Take your time. That is the title of this podcast, Take Your Time. I think the the most obvious example when it comes to take your time is weight loss. I've talked about this previously that I was morbidly obese, weighing up to 275 pounds. Currently, I weigh about 165. We are talking in the month of January after Christmas, so maybe I haven't weighed myself in the past couple of weeks, but let's just say to make me feel better, 165. If you focus on just losing weight, think about all the things that you're losing out in the process. Sometimes you can be doing awesome, right? But you you stand on that scale and you want to lose 10 pounds and you lost eight or you lost five. You lost weight, but because you're focusing on the end goal, you're focusing on the 10, 20, 30 pounds, you get upset, you get frustrated, but then if you sit back and you and just think about, hmm, what have I gained? Not talking about weight loss, but I've gained knowledge, I've gained self-control. Here's an example. Say it's a Friday night, you had a bad day at work, especially on a Friday, it's like, whoa. Be careful what you have for dinner because that's when you just like let the wallet out, whatever. You go to Chili's, Applebee's, somewhere. You go to Chinese buffet. Do not take me to a Chinese buffet because I will eat about four to five plates. I did that a lot back in the day, but luckily I don't do that anymore. But maybe I did do that, right? Where I I ate four to five plates or what was inside of the plates, not the actual plates. But now I did two. 
hey, yeah, guess what? I did still gorge on food, but I learned to have better self-control. Can I do better? Absolutely. But if I focus on beating myself up for not being as good as I want to be, instead of focusing on how much better I become, what are we doing here, right? Because say you do lose those 10 pounds, then what? That's a number. But all the emotional resilience that you've built up, that right there is awesome. I remember talking about this with my psychologist, and I've sort of brought this up previously, but I think it's worth pointing out now, 2020, I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. I was sitting down with her after I had begun going to gym, et cetera, and I had this conversation and told her, hey, I began doing this gym stuff for the sake of weight loss, but focusing on like, hey, I was getting up earlier, I was eating better, I was cooking, I was going to the gym and talking to people. So at some point, it actually shifted where I was no longer focusing on the weight loss. Like that was the motivation, right? That was the reason that I was doing all this. But I realized that more important was the social interaction, was the fact that, hey, I I was shaving, right? I was getting haircuts because that was motivating me. So it's like, it's not just about the weight loss. Like, hey, once I do lose that weight, what am I going to wear? What am, what am I wearing right now? Because I was wearing baggy clothes just because it's like, hey, the man boobs, all that stuff. I, I did not like that. But then I realized, hey, you've lost 10 pounds. Your goal is 100, right? Because you're morbidly obese, but you deserve to go down from double XL to XL. And that was a big deal. And if I only focused on going from double or triple XL to smaller medium, large would have still seemed like a failure. And because I embraced that, large or even extra large or extra, extra large was a step up. I was being resilient. I was overcoming things. And I was doing pretty damn good on the road to that ultimate weight loss goal. And I talked about the topic of obesity and weight loss because I feel like it's something that we all struggle with, right? Whether it be weight loss or even weight gain, right? And it's something that I I challenge all of you if you're going to have a conversation with somebody in your life that does not live or does not go through what you're going through, figure out a common topic, a common conversation starter that they can actually identify with because maybe they don't understand what it's like to live with depression or anxiety. But if they've known the struggle for weight loss, then focus on that and figure out ways that you can tie that up and focusing on that. Another thing that is just essential, it is key about the topic of taking your time, we got to talk about trauma. So this is something that so many people struggle with because it involves realizing that you've even gone through trauma. And trauma can look like many different things. It can be from extended periods of bullying. It can be uh, an earthquake, a hurricane. It can be the loss of a family member that impacts you in a very specific way. When you talk about the earthquakes, which is like the most relevant thing because what's happening in Puerto Rico, it is very easy to just say, hey, everybody's gone through trauma. That is not necessarily the case. You go through a crisis event, right? And you go through something that can create trauma, but not everybody goes through that. The biggest example was Hurricane Maria. So that happened in 2017. A year later, you know, Facebook is so awesome at uh, just reminding you what happened the year before. Some people looked at that day, like the year after, 
and just began crying and remembering everything while other people were like, hey, get over it. It happened a year ago. Does that mean that one person is right, the other person is wrong? One of them may not have had the sensitivity and the empathy to engage in a conversation with the other person, but we can't just assume that both of them were traumatized. So they manage things very differently. So how does this tie in with the topic of taking your time? My trauma experience that I wanna share now is bullying. So when I was a kid, I was obese, I was short, I'm still short, and uh, I was going through all the mental health stuff. So I was bullied for like a a trilogy or a triangle of like things, right? It took me many years to be able to engage in conversations with people because I didn't know how to talk to people. And initially, I beat myself up because I exposed myself to opportunities where I could talk to people and I felt miserably. I mentioned a previous like horrific experience, my first attempt at a date, which I can't, I can't even really call a date, but it went horrible to like other times where I'd see somebody at, at college watching a TV show on their laptop and I'd try to talk, but I had no skills and I would just beat myself up uncontrollably. And then I switched that and said, okay, so the end goal is engaging in conversations. But along the way, I'm gonna purposely mess up, make mistakes, but I'm gonna learn from each and every single one of them. So I wasn't rushing to have a badass, awesome conversation. I was rushing for simply the next opportunity and hopefully that would go a lot better. And that switch of a mindset was a huge deal for me because I I couldn't lose. I had nothing to lose. I was already not talking to anybody, right? So, So if I was able to talk to even one person for five minutes, I was winning even if the conversation was very awkward. Taking my time when it comes to these conversations because of, you know, previous experiences with bullying allowed me to just get to know myself more. The conversation changed from, hey, I just want to talk to people to why? Why do I want to talk to people? I was able to sit down, reflect, think about the things that I would never want another person to go through because I went through them. So that trauma It became a healing experience just to talk to somebody because it became like, I want to be able to engage in a conversation and not have to talk about my previous experiences with suicide. Guess what? Not everybody feels comfortable talking about that, and that's fine because we're not culturally used to that, right? So I actually did have times where it's like, well, I don't know what to talk about with this person. So, hey, what about that suicide attempt from like six years ago that I had, right? That actually happened to me. But I learned from that, and eventually, my conversation started changing. So take your time. Focus on on your emotions from that moment back in the day. Your trauma could have been a divorce. It could have been the loss of a family member. And I'm not even talking about death. Sometimes we have a lot of arguments, and those arguments uh, lead to be people just like splitting up, right? And then first you're beating yourself up over what went right, what went wrong. You're jumping to all these conclusions where focus on the moment. That happened before, that happened yesterday, maybe it even happened 30 minutes ago. What are you going to do right now? Right now to not focus on the next step, but to focus on how are you going to reduce that anxiety? I get it. You want to talk to that person again. That's magical. That's awesome. Focus on this right now. Historically, I've had a lot of situations with friends that maybe are no longer friends, or we went from friends to like, hey, I know this person. And initially, I beat myself up because 
I felt bad always, right? My self-esteem was so low that I would beat myself up because I, I had to reestablish that friendship. But because I took my time, I realized I'm not going to focus on winning or losing the relationship. I'm going to focus on what was that relationship like? And I think a very sensitive topic, and it is very much related, is the topic of uh, domestic violence, right? The reason that I know about this today is because I've gone through a lot of trainings. My professional job involves peer support. And a lot of people with lived experience from mental health challenges have suffered through some kind of domestic violence, physical, emotional abuse. Initially, a lot of those people, and it happened with me with the, with the experiences that I had growing up, you're the problem. You actually believe your, your brain tricks you into thinking that you're the problem. It's your fault that they hit you. It's your fault that they insulted you. But because you take your time, you're like, wait a minute, let's step back. Let's check out the movie. Let's hit the rewind button. Okay, play. What happened? Wait a minute. I did everything right to maintain that friendship, to maintain that relationship. Are things perfect? No. But the other person wasn't calling. Maybe when the other person needed me, they called me, but maybe when I needed them, they would never pick up or they were always busy, right? Which leads to the conversation of what do I look for in a friend? And I'm thinking of having that possibly be a future episode. But once again, take your time, figure things out. Where do you want to go? And if you haven't figured that out, that is fine. Once again, I'm, I'm doing a podcast called Happy to Fail. The entire premise of this is that you don't need to have every single thing, every single inch, every single corner figured out. We obsess over that so much that when you get anything in the process, you do not appreciate it. So if there's one specific thing that I can conclude this podcast episode with is appreciate, embrace, patience, create an environment where you can live in the now, where you can think about what is happening right now, how you're feeling right now, and most importantly, how do you want to feel? And that's going to let you know when you keep going, when you do hit that play button and you don't want to hit rewind anymore, who you want to have on your side, what is your short-term goal, what is your long-term goal, that if you don't take your time, you're going to make mistakes that you didn't even maybe needed to do. You're going to say things that you may regret because we sometimes think that saying something, even if it's wrong, is better than saying nothing at all. And I've learned, at least in my experience, that it's the complete opposite for me. If you don't know what to say, listen, that's what I do. If I don't know how to support somebody else, I stay quiet and I look out for some signs. I try to see like, okay, how's the person feeling? How are they reacting? How are they speaking? So do that for yourself. When, when you're standing in front of somebody and all of a sudden you're feeling anxious and you don't know why, maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's a sign that, hey, maybe it's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm going to stop talking to this person, but I need to figure out who this person is in my life and if I need that. Maybe I go to my job and I feel uncomfortable. Oh, I'm going to quit. No, 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 wait a second. What can you take from that? What can you learn from that? Why do you feel uncomfortable? Take your time and I'm not going to say everything is going to be solved, but I'm going to say everything is going to be all right, even if you don't feel great. I don't feel great every day, and it's why I do this. I'm going to say right now, I have more bad days than good because of my mental health challenges. Am I productive? Yes. Uh, do I have friends? Yes. Do I have a relationship and a job? Yes. Life isn't perfect, 
but everything along the way to our end goal can be pretty damn beautiful, but if we don't embrace it, we may not even notice it. So hopefully this episode made sense to you. As I mentioned in the previous one, I want this season to be very experimental. Uh, before, I was so obsessed about putting out an episode this specific day in this specific style, and I had to have a, uh, like an agenda for the next five episodes, but I realized that everybody changes every single day. And if I just obsessed over, ironically enough, right, like the, the final destination, this season needs to have these specific episodes with this specific schedule, I was missing out on so many things along the way. So I am never, people, never going to say anything in this podcast that I myself do not believe in. So if you enjoy, if you like this, please consider leaving a five-star review on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on the Facebook page, Happy to Fail. You can contact me, Juan, at happytofail.com. And don't forget that these episodes are not going to be out on a very specific day either. So uh, don't fear if I go two weeks without an episode. I want this to be real. I'm never going to force myself to work on something, and neither should you people. So up until next time, thank you so much for being your very best, for taking care of yourself, and I will see you on the next episode of Happy to Fail. Take care, everybody.